This podcast is brought to you by The Hitched Wine Club. Do you and your spouse enjoy wine? Then I am excited to introduce you to the wine club that was created for couples. Aside from amazingly delicious wines that are rare and sometimes not available to the general public, The Hitched Wine Club includes exclusive date night ideas that accompany each wine delivery to help you and your spouse reconnect. Research shows that couples who regularly celebrate good times together have higher levels of commitment, intimacy, trust, and relationship satisfaction. So to invest in your marriage, visit the Hitched homepage and click on the Wine Club link and start getting extraordinary wines at an unbelievable price. Cheers. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. And I am so excited. She's never on enough. Uh, but I'm excited to reintroduce you because I know we have a lot of new listeners to Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Uh, Trina has a doctorate in human sexuality, uh, is an international speaker, offers free sex tips on her website, trinareed.com. Uh, you can also find Trina on Twitter at Dr. Trina Reed. And today we're going to talk about a topic that is one of those that I love because it's relatively new, something that couples and past generations didn't have to deal with. Um, let, we're talking chatting versus cheating. And you're like, well, yeah, people used to chat before. Um, but I'm, we're talking a little bit more on the technology side of things where Skyping, sexting, um, and uh, Trina, I saw you on TV uh, not too long ago, and you were discussing this topic. Um, and one of the, I think one of the things that sparked this idea, even though it was ex- it existed long before, which is why a movie script was written. But the thing that I think most people can fo- follow and understand is the movie You Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, right? Yeah, so, you know, it, it, the movie's really innocent. It's a, it's a typical rom-com movie. So these two characters, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, they meet online in a chat room, and they start this really innocent daily chat. But soon, this innocent daily chat becomes a lot more involved, and in the end, they end up leaving their partner and get together. And, of course, it's all fun but 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 in reality what what you know is that what is happening now with the advent of social media and you know uh, and technology is this going to happen more and i you know when i'm looking at different articles online there's this there's you know it's not really prevalent but it's still there you know like are you know are is your partner cheating online and so there's there's i wouldn't say paranoia but there's this sense of you know what's happening and are you going to lose your partner to to email or to to social media mm-hmm. this is starting to creep into our our daily consciousness and I, and I think so it's worth talking about what is cheating online because there are really no rules there yeah 
And uh, uh, this is something, by the way, that I take very seriously because obviously with Hitched, we try to help couples uh, in any way we can, and we have social networks. So we have a presence on Facebook. We have our Google Plus uh, uh, page now. Uh, by the way, check it out. It's awesome. Um, we have uh, Tumblr. We do Pinterest. But in addition to that, we also have a Married Life Network, uh, which is a social network just on Hitched. And that network, uh, couples, and this is going to hit a third rail here, which I don't want to get off, too off topic, but uh, couples have posted on the, on the message board about like an open marriage or things like that. And I've had to rein in conversations and ban people because it started getting a little too flirty. And it's like, you know, I'm okay with people having a conversation and ask questions, but when people start, uh, you know, I, I drew the line in that instance where I was like, well, no, 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 no. This is not a place to facilitate new relationships outside of your marriage. Um, that's not who we are. Uh, so I think that's one of those things where um, understanding those boundaries is really important. Um, but I, I know you, Trina, have had some experience with online and uh, setting boundaries and things, right? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, like, I've had some exes contact me through Facebook, and they found my email, and you know, sometimes when they contact me, especially through Facebook, because everybody's got their photo on, and, like, this is 20 years later, and they're like, oh, my gosh, whoops, glad I dodged that bullet. <laughs> and, you know, and everybody thinks that approach, you know, our ex is approaching us or that sort of thing is a negative, but, you know, it, for me... In this instance, it, it's been a positive thing because, you know, there's very few times in my 10-year marriage that I really appreciate my husband. And when I see exes from the past, you know, I think, oh, you know, I could have been with that person and it probably wouldn't have worked out. And I've got myself a good man, you know, so I, it really helps me appreciate my husband. So I think even though there's a lot of negative feelings about you know, talking or flirting online, there's, there can be positive things too. Mm -hmm. But something that we haven't really talked about, Steve, and I think is also important is like this idea of starting to set boundaries. So like, I think the, the biggest problem is that you know, 25 years ago, cheating was pretty much a black and white thing. You know, you went behind your spouse's back and you had an affair and it was, you know, it, it was a, a sex, sexual affair. But now, today, cheating can, can mean a whole lot of things. Like, is it an emotional kind of cheating? Is it via Skype? So, they, you know, people are chatting via Skype. Are they sexting? And, you know, because there's so many subcategories to what constitutes cheating, the couples are really left with, like, they don't know how to discuss this. and mm -hmm. They don't know how to set boundaries. So, like, I think, you know, when people people might be feeling bad, but I wouldn't feel bad because we're really setting, this generation's really setting the standard for what is appropriate behavior um, within a relationship because it's all brand new. And the thing is, as our Internet use increases, the structure and process of how our marriage works is going to change with it. So this is this is where we have to be really, really flexible and really be open to talking to our partner about this because if we are not flexible, like how are we going to teach our children, you know, that sort of thing about what is appropriate and inappropriate because this, this, this phase of technology is only going to grow. So we have yeah. to learn to work with it. 
And the other thing about not only is this phase of technology going to grow and the, the methods of being able to communicate are going to grow, but it's going to become even more personal. You know, before, if you wanted to have a conversation with somebody, you, you probably had to stand in the kitchen attached to a cord that was attached to the wall uh, or in the living room and talk on the phone there. Whereas now people have their own personal devices where they can communicate outside the home and the bat, like wherever they want. And so there's going to be this whole new level of trust that you guys have to have, which is why these boundaries are so important. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, so yeah, that's where it's getting back to 25 years ago. If your partner didn't come home at night, you probably were certain that they were having an affair but you cannot be certain now because they can there's all sorts of means for them to have uh, you know to cheat on you and you you would never know you would never know so let's go let's go through some of the the, you you have some boundaries that people should follow so uh the first one is the idea of uh what constitutes flirting and not just that but um is it even okay? Because some people are fine with flirting. Well, I think couples really need to discuss their flirting boundaries. And in my own experience, flirting is one of the biggest couple contentious issues. So, like, one couple might feel that when they go to the party, it's okay to flirt with other people, and, you know, they understand and they trust their partner. And another couple might walk into that same party, and if their partner even looks at another person, that's way outside the bounds. Now, the thing about understanding what your flirting boundaries are is we have to give our partner some leeway. So I think, personally, I think it's very healthy to flirt. I think flirting is... Um, is You've even, well, you've written about flirting, by the way, with that, that column, and, and you talked about how healthy flirting can be for a relationship because you build that sexual energy, and then uh, you guys have your rules and boundaries, and when you come home, you're then able to use that energy for your own relationship. That's it. For, I was about to say, but my mind went blank. It's <laughs> flirting is like window shopping for those in a committed relationship. Like, it, it we should each other we should flirt a lot be flirting with people outside and we should allow people to flirt with us and when we can have that flirting dynamic Steve just like you said it creates a really excellent couple synergy so you know when we look at flirting online you know our, most people understand what the boundaries are for flirting especially if we discuss it so we should allow our per- partner just a little bit of flirting so it, you know we can't say no no contact with people, no contact with exes, no flirting. Like, you know, I think that's, I think it's unreasonable. So we should allow our partner just a little bit of flirting. But, you know, because it's going to create a good couple energy with inside the couple. Yeah, and when other people flirt with you or flirt with your spouse, it, it's, it's an ego boost for yourself. Like, it boosts your own self-esteem. So, and, and Yeah, I remember one time. Yeah, I remember one time my husband came home, and he's not a flirter, right? But yeah. he was, uh, you know, he was so happy, and he came and kissed me, and he was like, and he brought that energy home to me. He was just so thrilled that this woman was flirting with him, and and you know, like the thing is, I could have said, "Oh, you're a 
she's very with you. And I could have turned that into a really negative situation and he could have felt really bad. But instead I thought, oh my gosh, isn't that nice that she found my husband attractive and, and, you know, he understood what the boundaries were and he felt so good about himself. I mean, how could that be wrong? And he came home and brought that energy to me, Steve. And like, he was affectionate and he was loving. It was fantastic. I mean, I just think it's a really nice couple dynamic. Mm -hmm. Uh, the second thing that you uh, create um, in defining what's chatting versus cheating here is uh, resolving the ambiguity of what constitutes an affair and what doesn't, which seems obvious, but not so much so. Like some people, obviously, you know, they're fine if you, uh, you know, share emails, but video chat might be offline. Exactly. It. So the thing I have found is. What one person in the couple finds defines as cheating is different than their partner. So when you sit down with your partner and start discussing, okay, is it okay? So let's say we're on and let's say we're on Facebook and an ex pops up and says, Hey, how are you doing? Most people would say, you know, it's okay to respond to that ex as long as it doesn't go too far. But what happens if it goes on every day or what happens if it starts to become by Skype or what happens if it starts to be texting each other. So what one, you know, you will probably find within your partnership what one person thinks is acceptable is not acceptable to the other partner and you have to start negotiating what your boundaries are. And so, you know, it's a hard process. It's not easy. And yet once you start define those boundaries, it, it's, it just becomes a lot easier when you are faced with that situation of somebody contacts you and what do you say and what, you know, under just understanding where the line is. Mm -hmm. And I would just add that this also means you need to be open with your spouse about what's taking place and not try to hide it because then that will most likely just immediately raise flags with your spouse about why are you hiding this from me? You know, this is an X and I should know if you're talking to them. So keep that on the up and up. Yeah, you know, so my my basic rule is, and is if you can't tell your partner what you're doing, even if it's absolutely innocent, even if there's nothing going on and there will never be anything going on, if you can't tell your spouse what you're doing, then you shouldn't be doing it. And that's, for me, that's a black and white thing. So if you're, you know, and if you can't tell yourself that you're talking to an ex, then he shouldn't be doing it. I, I remember one time the next, he was coming to my city and he said, hey, let's get together for coffee. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, I, like it was 20 plus years since we were dating and I thought it would be fun to see him. And I said to him, I'm only going to, I'll only go for coffee with you if you tell your wife. And he could not tell his wife. So I said, I can't go for coffee with you. You know, like the thing is, I'm not going to be a part of that. Like yeah. we were, we would not, we would not have, done anything other than have coffee, but I could not be a part of that um, deception with his partner. Like, I just couldn't, so. That's good, too, because you're right, because you don't know what kind of drama could have unfolded if she found out, even though you guys went and had coffee, completely innocent, and she finds out that he had coffee with an ex, and all of a sudden she gets crazy and starts calling or texting you or who knows what, so. Oh, yeah. That's a you know, very just, smart move. Yeah, I <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the third point you have here, Trina, is, uh, your partner may not realize that they're behaving inappropriately outside of the marriage or relationship. Yeah. So you gotta, you know, if you, if you haven't discussed what the boundaries are 
and you go in and you're on your partner's email or you walk in and they're talking to an ex, you know, before you explode and go, what the heck are you doing? Um, give your partner the, the benefit of the doubt, you know, first strike and, and, and just say, you know, um, understand that a lot of times because these conversations start, do start out innocent and they are innocent, they probably don't think they're doing anything wrong. So we can't just automatically assume that, you know, our partner's up to no good because a lot of times when somebody, when we're talking to somebody, it, it does start out very innocent. And, and so we just have to let, you know, and that's when we have the conversation with our partner to say, hey, this is the line for me, you know, so don't naturally make assumptions, don't explode. This is when you have the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been focusing a lot of this conversation on uh, exes because that seems to be pretty prevalent when you're talking Facebook in particular. Uh, the other the other side of this is uh, work colleagues um, where men and women both are in the workplace now, again, going back to that 25 years ago, more so now than ever before. And so when you have, um, multiple genders in the workplace, uh, you know, there's, and now that everybody has these, you know, personal communication devices, uh, that opens it up. So, which makes these boundaries and these lines of communication with your spouse that much more important. So, um, Absolutely, it, because we spend so much time at work, and you know, a lot of times we we're put in pods with people, and it's hard not to develop relationships, close relationships with these people, and it's hard not to. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to navigate what is, you know, positive or negative in that within that relationship because it's 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 really muddled. There is no black and white. Yep. So um, you know, trust, create boundaries, communicate. Um, and you know, couples out there, you guys need to adapt because technology is not going away and it's only going to get more sophisticated. Uh, so be sure you guys have this conversation. Um, we hope this helped. So I think that's going to do it for us this week, Trina. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everybody one last time you are listening to Dr. Trina Reed, who has a doctorate in human sexuality. She is also an international speaker and offers free sex tips. And she also has a really uh, great cast of other um, relationships and sex experts on her website, trinareed.com. So check that out. Uh, follow Trina on Twitter at Dr. Trina Reed. She tweets a lot of really great stuff. Um, I, of course, am on Twitter at Hitch Media. Uh, Trina has some stuff up on Hitched. Uh, you can, of course, get that at hitchedmag.com, including past podcasts. And uh, during that little uh, episode there, I mentioned our Google Plus. I'm really going to start pushing Google Plus a little bit more. We obviously have our Facebook page. Um, which I love and thank you guys for um, joining and liking and participating. Uh, but I also want to mention Google Plus because it has, I'm a big mobile guy, and I think of all the social networks, Google Plus is the best mobile app. So check that out. We're going to try to do some more stuff with that. So we're just trying to, to build um, our connections there. So um, until next time, thanks once again, Trina. Thank you. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it!
They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.